Nick Wilson, I've been Daryl Ryder. Here's the funny thing. I've caught myself calling you a different name three different times today. I, I mean, and it, nobody nobody's caught me almost calling you something else, and they were three different names. It wasn't like I almost called you Spencer three times. No, no, no. Three different names of people that work here because my brain it my brain is is fried. At least you're not up on stage on national television calling the coach of the year Steven Stefanski. Yeah, I like how they played that off. It's like, oh, 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 it's like, how did you get Steven? It's Kevin. It's right there. Like, what are we doing here? Do you know how many times they uh, were screwing up on the teleprompters or the pads or whatever that has the copy, as we call it in the business, the mm-hmm. script? Um, there are about 150 screw ups. And see, they're trying to turn the NFL honors into like the Oscars, yes, NFL style. Yeah. And they're trying, like, first of all, uh, Keegan Michael Key or whatever his name is that was hosting. He, he's such he, a nice. He's not a stand up. He, 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 awful. He's an improv guy. Yeah. And, he's, and that's just really tough to make that transition and, for that and, style of show. And his improv was horrible last night. Like, it wasn't great. I, it, it got to a point where it's like, can, can we just start handing awards out? Can we just like not hear you anymore? And can I also just say just, just something? Listen, I'm not a stand up comedian. I'm, it's, it's, I'm, I don't know. I'm not even funny. Okay. Um, I have no idea why they pay me. Yeah, you I don't are know definitely what I'm doing not nearly as funny as your dad was. Um, okay, but you get Let's, the. But I will say the thing about you: you got the physical comedy. Okay, my dad's been dead eleven years. You got to bring this up right now. You want? We got to start bringing up dads because we. I can bring up dads. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, you know how much your dad meant. to No, me. I do, and that is uh, he was funnier than me, so I I do not take offense to that. But when it comes to that thing that you have to do it is just so hard to nail that specific lane yeah. and that they improv guys just kind of do this giggly thing especially when they screw up yeah and like i, I don't know man like you mentioned they wanted to turn it into the oscars i can respect that they want to they want to make this thing important but like and we watch like it's the nfl right i mean we watch well Okay, I guess we don't watch the Pro Bowl. I saw the ratings for that, but <laughs> oh, you mean the Pro Bowl game? Oh, sorry. the Pro Bowl game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the, the Pro- but no, I mean, it, I at some point, I don't know. I just think we have too many award show guys. Like we got, uh, and the I, winner is, and, and well, it's just, and none of it's interesting. Steven Stefanski. Like, and the Steven Stefanski thing, I, I, I actually kind of get how you get from Steven to Kevin. Like, if all you see is the Vin, I totally get it. But like. I mean that's a bit. If you want it to be awesome, but, then you, you know kind of got to blow it all out. I, I love you, but you're 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 really stretching there to give those guys it out. I'm for trying. That I'm, out. I'm trying to be nice about it. <laughs> I want to talk about something that was said about Brock Purdy in a moment here, but Matt's been waiting patiently. Matt, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey Nick, uh, thanks for taking my call. First, I want to say I I agree with you that we are in the middle of the Chiefs dynasty. So that uh. You guys' conversation when I was waiting kind of took a lot of my points. Because I was going to say, I think a good way to look at the dynasty is, are they a prominent team that repeated success at the beginning of the year? If you bet, hey, they're going to go to the Super Bowl, no one's going to look at you like you're an idiot. So with that being said, I would also say, I think the Patriots could be considered one long dynasty because even that stretch when they weren't winning Super Bowls, I mean, they had the undefeated season and they were still – constantly going to the conference championship or going to the Super Bowl and losing. So, I mean, I, I would say if you think the Chiefs are a dynasty now, I think you might have to say the Patriots were just one long dynasty because they were 
always the team to beat every year. So I'm, I think I'm you might have been listening out. I think you might have got me on the technicality there. I think I think oh, I, if you, I say you, one the, thing, the point that I was trying to make, and you told me no, that's two separate teams. I don't remember that point. I don't remember at any point you making a salient point. Uh, Ohio State has yet another new offensive coordinator, and uh, myself and Spencer German covered all. And the biggest college football news, including some pushback on Kirk Herbstreet on the latest Sons of the Shoe episode at 923thefan.com, the free Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, 923thefan. And don't forget to follow the show uh, or follow along with the show, 923thefan YouTube channel. Make sure to hit uh, subscribe on that as well. And uh, you can see our faces. And I'm sorry about that face. Now, I think one of the other parts, I think anybody saying they think San Francisco is going to win is just rooting against Kansas City. I've yet to hear a salient point by anybody as to why Kansas City is going to lose in this game. The receivers drop a ton of footballs. Yeah, I don't, but I, I think when you have the best defense in the game, I, I kind of think that's something that can offset it. Yeah. And, and I, I, listen, I, I don't disagree with you. I just, you, no, you asked, I got so you. I. <laughs> but I, I also say this I think, I think. If San Francisco does not score first, I'm talking seven, not three. If San Francisco does not score first, I don't think they have a chance in this game. So what you're saying is they probably should take the ball. If they I would probably take the ball. But I think I think the Brock Purdy implications, like in the same way that I think people are rooting against Kansas City and that's informing their bets or their predictions, I think people have done the same thing, swinging the opposite direction with Brock Purdy where because there have been Brock Purdy doubters, and by the way, this has also happened for great quarterbacks in the NFL, so it does not mean that this doesn't mean he's a great quarterback. Right. But, like, I think people have oversimplified the Brock Purdy conversation of if you don't think Brock Purdy's a franchise quarterback or if you don't look at him and think he's responsible for the success of San Francisco, you're just being a hater. And I think that... Or or Ross calls it uh, Ross Tucker calls it draftism. No, it's not. If you watch him, he was not good against Detroit for about three quarters of the AFC or the NFC title game. He really wasn't that good. It's true. And if you look at, there were prolonged stretches this year, um, including from the Cleveland game, like four games in, where he wasn't that good. So the stats look really good, but if you actually watch it, I mean, when I say good, I'm just saying he's not elite. And that's just not who he is. So, like, I think I think part of this is, well, you're giving Mahomes all this credit. Oh, Brock Purdy's he's in that. No, he's not. I've heard people say the word elite for Brock Purdy. No, he's he is a starting quarterback in the NFL who's winning, who who's doing enough to win games. Yes, and and listen, he's it, not he's not carrying that team on yes. his shoulders. Like, and I think like that's Patrick the Mahomes, distinction. Yeah, like I mean, Allen, like right. Lamar, like those guys right. are clearly carrying. And they are they are and, and not just that because of their contracts as well. They're right. exclusively behind the winning. Yeah, he he's not um even in the, the NFC championship game with, with the the comeback that the 49ers had, like I wouldn't say that Brock Purdy carried them from twenty you know, yeah. what was it, twenty one down that they were? Yeah, like the best the play in the game was the one where he overthrew uh, his wide receiver and the the Got cornerback lucky bounce. yeah. b- bounced off his helmet and right into the hands of his wide receiver. Right. That was the best play of the game, San Francisco offensively, and it was an it should have been an interception. It was an accident, right? Yes. Um, and, th- and this this is similar to some of the like the Baker Mayfield discussion we we've had here uh, years ago, right? Um, 
it he, if he wins this might be his shot to win it right mm-hmm. i mean let's let's be honest about it cuz he i agree with you i don't think Brock Purdy's elite i think he's a good quarterback i think Kyle Shanahan does a good job because this is what good coaches do playing to a player's strengths and yeah. trying to minimize exposing the weaknesses mm-hmm. of of a guy right also have <laughs> Helps to have the best running back in the game. And uh, Debo. And, and Deep, Kittle. Right. And Ayuk. Right. And so he's got a supporting cast around him. So it's not necessarily on him. Whereas, like, I I would argue if Patrick Mahomes wins Sunday, aside setting our dynasty argument aside, right, I would argue that this would be the most impressive championship for the Chiefs. Just because of everything they went through this year, it looked like from the outside looking in, just watching the games on television, that there were cracks in the foundation, things were falling apart, guys are fighting with each other. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is yelling at people. You know what I'm There's saying? There's like, retirement rumors for Andy right. and for Travis and, Kelsey. And, and so, so as, as we do in the media, right, we build you up to tear you down. I'm not proud of it, but that is just the reality, right? So we're all waiting for that train to jump the tracks. It never did. Receivers are dropping footballs. The jokes of, well, you know, if only Pat Mahomes could just throw it and catch it himself, he wouldn't have to, you know, deal with all these drops or whatever. Or Travis Kelsey's the only guy that can catch a cold on the team or whatever. Like, I, I think that this might be because of just how good Pat has been this year. Mm-hmm. Like, th- this might be the most impressive title because the Chiefs, I know you, you said they're the better team, and I don't disagree with you, but I don't think that they're at, as good of a team as they were in previous Super Bowl championships. You know what's funny about that is? Because I, I, I don't – the funny thing is, I actually think they are. I, I think if you have one salient wide receiver on Kansas City, I thought last year was the weak link simply because they had just traded Tyreek Hill and that that defense was rebuilding. So that was year yeah. one of Karloftis, year one of McDuffie. I think that was their first year without Teron Matthew. Uh, Justin Reed's first year in that system. Like, you look at the turnover on that defense, and, I mean, you didn't know if you were going to have Chris Jones with all the contractual drama. Yeah. Like, I thought last year was the logical point where if you're going to lose, this is the that one. That was the one to lose. And I think the only way in which they're worse is – got a lot of the same guys, by the way. But it's just to me, it's the not- offense. Like the, 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 that offense this year never seemed to hum along like we had seen it. You, you know, know what I mean? Funny like it, about that, it just felt like they kept hitting potholes through the. But while winning, at the, it granted, I realized they were winning, and and a big reason why they were winning was because their defense. I would put the way their defense, like that's what we were hoping the Browns were going to do in the playoffs. Like what we've seen from this Kansas no. City, like what they did the Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in Baltimore, was very impressive. So I don't think it's that the offense – okay, I I don't think the offense is as good. I also think it looks different. It kind of like is tipped, right? Well, the, but the now, defense like, has they, gotten better, they, but the offense but ha- they, isn't as – But they actually run the ball better. So, yeah. you know, with Pacheco, this is arguably his best year. And honestly, their best year from a running back on Kansas City since Kareem. So, like, at, at his very peak there before things came crashing down. So, like – I look at it and I'm like, yeah, the wide receiver thing is fair. I think the wide receiver thing, if enough drops, if five drops in the Super Bowl, that's enough to take you from a 20-point win to a seven-point win, right? Or you are sweating it out. Yeah. Or you like, might lose. But I don't think that's going to happen. if you're dropping touchdowns, 
because it, it, it's it's also where do those drops occur? Yeah. Are they occurring in the red zone, the end zone, right? Are they occurring on third down and you have to punt instead of keeping a drive alive, right? If if, if it's a drop on first down, well, you live to fight two more plays and you, you still got a shot there. But um, And drops in I, the end zone is I, some of the things we, we've seen in the playoffs in general. But, like, I just I, – I think everybody's putting it on the wide receivers. And I think – it is a fair thing. I, look, I, I think I their admit offense. I, I think their offense is. I think the 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 tales of the offense isn't good enough. I think we're holding that up against previous Mahomes offenses. I'm not saying and it's I not think, good enough. I'm just saying it's. it's I just not, think it looks different. It's not the standard that we've become accustomed to seeing from Kansas City. We're talking about the Brock Purdy thing. I, I my opinion of Brock really isn't going to change all that much, just from winning. If he goes out there on Sunday and throws for 300 yards, looks like the better quarterback, and San Francisco wins, I'll start to think differently. But, like, this is one of those cases where, like, and this is where I do think, like, in the NFL, I don't think it's players. I think it's all because coaches and PR speak has gotten into it, and, well, hey, you've won, you've been to two NFC title games, so clearly, like, at some point, it's okay to have a differing opinion on him, and you know how I know? Because there were about 256 picks of people disagreeing <laughs> or, or actually in agreement that Brock Purdy was not worth that selection. Or agreement. Or, or in agreement. Thank you. So, like, I look at this and I'm like, okay, like, if he's the reason they win, I change my opinion immediately. There's like 97 other possibilities of this game where I'm, I'm still saying, yeah, man, he won, but dot, dot, dot. Like, I think if the 49ers win on Sunday, it's because Christian McCaffrey is your best player right. and he takes over that game. 100%. But the, the the odd thing is, is I was just looking at the numbers for both of these quarterbacks. Brock Purdy had the better statistical season than Patrick Mahomes did, which is odd. It feels odd falling out of my mouth that mm -hmm. way. He threw for more yards. He threw more touchdowns. Uh, a higher completion percentage. Granted, it was like uh, you know, I, uh, he, he was around sixty nine percent. Mahomes was at sixty seven percent. But like, it it is weird to think about because I agree with you. Like, I don't feel like Brock Purdy is elite, but I think that. And game, like, I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, like but like Cam Newton got I'm a bunch tell you of right crap now, for though, calling him a game manager. I like, I'm going to tell you right I, why now. Why is that a pejorative? It, well. If he wins on Sunday, and that's and I, I realize it's a big if, and it in my view it's a little bit of an uphill climb uh, for the for the 49ers, But if he wins on Sunday, he's gonna get paid. Like I, I, that's I think that's just the reality. And I'll be honest with you, even though he's not elite and whatever, right? He is vastly underpaid for, I think, what, for what he's delivered, the 49ers. Now, granted, the, the 49ers aren't going to be in the same contractual I mean, he's situation. He's like rooming with teammates. Well, okay, <laughs> but that's because he, he I mean, plays I realize it's San Francisco. That's and what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. It's, you, know. you beat me to it. But I do think, like for what you just said there, I you're not on the deadline the, the Eagles were last year where I thought Jalen – Hurts actually outplayed Mahomes. Yeah. I thought that was the best losing performance by a quarterback I've ever seen yeah. in a Super Bowl. Jalen was one of one. And that being said, they had the the thing of now you got to pay him. And now one year later, all of a sudden, we, we look a little different. I would just say to San Francisco, you don't have to pay Brock Purdy until you have to pay Brock Purdy. And he's got one more year on his deal. I think after that, he becomes a restricted free agent. 
I would just let it play out if he wins. I would. I just. I think we. I think. I think. Uh, ironically, it doesn't look right right now because uh, you feel because about he, Brock Purdy similar to how a lot of fans felt about Baker Mayfield. Um, like, yeah, not like good enough to get you so far, but he is not the guy that's going to win you championships. But here's the problem: Brock Purdy might win a championship. Well, but again, that's Say not. It. But it matters whether he was the reason or not that you won. And that context does matter because, but like Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco theoretically was the reason that the Browns why, why, won. Well, right, no, okay. but why the Ravens won that championship? Right. Yeah. If you look at the 16 games before so that, you're and if you look at if, the 64 games after, it wasn't the reason they were winning. So what you're saying is, is that uh, Brock Purdy better win the Super Bowl MVP here? Um, he better look like the reason that they win, and the number one reason they win now. Uh, we did have a former NFL, now college coach again, go full Hugh Jackson. And my favorite thing with Hugh, Hugh especially after he got fired by the Browns, Hugh never met uh, a quarterback that after they hit it big, he didn't love. I mean, he wanted them to draft Mahomes. He wanted them to draft Deshaun. He wanted them to draft whomever was good. And by the way, some of them aged terribly. Oh, of course I wanted Jared Goff when he was in the Super Bowl. And like two years later, Jared was on the way out, and Hugh was like, eh, I don't want that guy. Like Hugh... So, like, Hugh had this reputation. He of, blew with the breeze. Like, I, if I remember, I remember there being a claim about Dak Prescott. Like, I, I'm just saying, there were, like, five quarterbacks that it has come out after the fact that, that Hugh wanted. There's this Cleveland. thing called the, 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 the BS meter. Yeah. And um, the, the, the problem with Hugh in the NFL is guys don't really buy in once that they start seeing that meter move. Yes. And uh, with, with Hugh, it was pegged in the red. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and it went about as far. Well, that's why he hasn't really gotten a lot yeah. of tr jobs trust, since then. Tr trust me on Cody. Third-round quarterback, Cody Kessler. Trust you me. You know what the sad thing about that is? That wasn't his, his pick. I know, but he I'm just didn't saying. Even, how, but he how bummed out but do you have to be? he was so full of himself that he was like, I'm going to be the team guy here and back there. The, trust me the on this one. The one time he did it was the one yeah. time it logically could have bit him in the ass. Now, while we're talking about going full Hugh Jackson, Matt Rule. Who I think, and I covered him in Charlotte. I had the chance to have like closed door meetings with him. I think Matt Rule is a legitimately good football coach. He's just not an NFL coach. He also has a little Hugh Jackson to his game. And Matt Rule was talking about his love for Brock Purdy going into the draft process when he was the head coach in Carolina. You're going to listen to this. I think Brock Purdy is an amazing player because I played against him at Iowa State. When I was in the draft room at Carolina, I, I, I brought his name up. I said, hey, guys, he should be on the draft board. I got vetoed on that one, but um, uh, you can ask Coop. Uh, but I uh, I think, I mean, we used to tell guys when we played Brock Purdy, we're like, do not, do not fall for his pump fake, right? Because Brock would come out, he'd pump fake. And first game, he gets, he's 10 yards down the field, he pump fakes, our DBs are jumping. I'm like, guys, he's past the line of scrimmage. So a lot of respect for Brock. So here's the problem. That's the year they took Matt Corral with a third-round pick. and um, <laughs> But he got if, vetoed. And there's a video out there for, that the Panthers had put out uh, during draft time where uh, Matt Rule is, like, fist-pumping and talking up Matt Corral. So, like, I just think here's why it's a bad look. Because, okay, well, he wasn't on the draft board. That doesn't paint a great picture of the scenario you're in. Two... The guy that was clearly on your draft board that you okayed them taking ended up being an absolute bust in the NFL. Yeah. So, like, okay, hypothetically, and he's asking Evan Cooper was his defensive backs coach at, at Carolina and now is at uh, Nebraska with him. What's that guy going to say? 
No, hundred percent. Yeah. Coach wanted him. Like I just, I, I, I want to have, and I, we can either call it the Hugh rule. We can call it the Hugh Jackson rule. We can, uh, the Hugh Jackson is here, baby rule. We can do it. The, the one in the, 31, the Matt rule rule. Like I think if you go ahead and it's a quarterback, you didn't draft and a quarterback that clearly, if he wasn't in the draft board, you had no intention of drafting. I think if you're, if you're, if you're going to profess your love, you need to tell me you're stank. You need to tell me exactly the guy that you wanted them to draft that turned out to be Bubkiss. Because I know for a fact, from not from Matt, but for other people, that he did want to take Justin Fields in 2021, and he was vetoed on that. I also know of another quarterback that went in the first round that he wanted that turned out to be straight booty cheeks, and he wanted that guy more than he wanted Justin Fields. I just – I. I like, do coaches not realize how bad you sound when you're like, oh, I wanted this guy. Everybody, everybody knows. Like, talk to, talk to my priest. Everybody knows I wanted this guy. Like, what, what, what do you think you're doing here? You're not going to get retroactive credit for claiming that you want it. You know, guys, I, I knew that, uh, I knew Wolf of Wall Street was going to be Scorsese's best move. Talk, talk to anybody before I saw it. Talk to anybody that was around me, and I knew it. Right. I know what's uh oh my god what's like a a hit out of nowhere oh I knew the Marvel verse I knew before I saw Iron Man that it was gonna be the biggest thing in change cinema I knew it everybody talk to me twenty four year old Nick Wilson knew just, hey guys the lottery numbers last uh, last week I knew them I just didn't play them didn't want to I was like I got money I'm good living out in Manaway it's palatial I knew them though yeah of course I did what do you think I am some kind of idiot I don't know the lottery numbers. Yeah. Like, hey, hey guys, uh, of course I know Kate Upton's number. <laughs> of course I do. Yeah, I just don't call her or have it in my phone. Of course I know, though. If I wanted to, I could call her tomorrow. I don't want to. Happily married man. Why would I do that? Like, like, and here's the thing. Like, Matt is such a genuinely nice guy. I do not understand what, what compels somebody to think, I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to sound like, like just an a, idiot. Well, like a liar. That's what it is. And like, and it's in fairness, like Matt doesn't know that Hugh Jackson did that. Matt probably doesn't know that there are other coaches every year that get fired. They're like, I love that guy. But to me, what it is, it's the greatest excuse in the NFL. Did Matt ever say that a quarterback workout made the ground move under his feet? Uh, no. Which one was that? Which that one was you for RG three? Oh, well, he could have had like a, a tremor or something. Could have had like a you know, you never know. He was a middle aged man at that point. Maybe maybe it wasn't hydrated, right? Saying. So that's my rule. That is my rule. And I don't know. I, I just think this is a Super Bowl where there are a lot of people rooting for things that don't necessarily have a chance of happening. And I think it kind of all starts with Brock Purdy. So me rooting for a good game doesn't have a good shot at happening? No, I don't think it does. Okay. No. No, that's fair. Like I, I don't care who wins I because, like I said, I see a great story on both sides. Dynasty on one. And Mr. Irrelevant getting to wear a Super Bowl ring. Because I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think the last has the last guy in the draft ever won a Super Bowl. You know, the only thing is usually the last guy in the draft doesn't make the roster. There's one there are two people in 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 Super Bowl conversations I don't buy. Okay. The first one is I'm happy with whatever happens. Because once you get into the game, your opinion changes. I think so. I don't you don't care. believe me right now when I say no. I'm, I'm just rooting for a good game. No, I think one. I have I, well, no. I have no I, rooting interest in this game whatsoever. I believe you I right no, now. I have no skin in the game. I don't. I believe you right now. But the time that game kicks off, you're going to get into it, 
And by the end of that game, you're going to be rooting for somebody. At some point, you're going to be like, bleep these Chiefs, bleep the 49ers. Something will happen, and, and you, you know will flip what? the switch. I hate right now that you're 100% right. It's everybody. <laughs> and the other guy that I don't block, and keep bought this up. It pains me to say that. Yes. And, and you know what? We're going to put it on your permanent record here like it's in school. <laughs> but the other thing. I've just and, been written up by Nick Wilson. And, and Keith was 100% right. The, uh, oh, I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl because my team isn't in on it. Bull crap. You know how I know? I see the ratings every single year. 150 million, half of the American population are going to watch this game. More than I, half. I, More I, than half. I thought the entire city of Cleveland was going to start stop watching Major League Baseball in this town because they changed the name. <sighs> Why'd you have to go there? The point is... It's the like, same point! The, That's also, why! <laughs> I don't buy it when Cleveland, when people are like, I'm not, buying, I'm not watching the Super Bowl because the Browns aren't in it. It's like... Uh, Cleveland and, and then the every year has, Cleveland's yes. the number one market for the Super Bowl. 